Welcome to the Align Success Podcast. I'm Amanda Goolsby, international speaker, executive coach, and business consultant. Each week, I'll illuminate a topic, a message, or interview a high achiever on how they are creating aligned success in their health, their career, and their life. Our mission is to provide a community for driven leaders to gain motivation, education, and inspiration on how to live their best, most aligned life. On today's episode, my guest Angie Garner and I are going to jam on quite a few fun topics, one being her book that's coming out this year called Time Millionaire, as well as her and her husband's trip around the world to over 13 countries last year, and then culminating really around the topic of relationships and how her and her husband have been able to create aligned success in their relationships. Welcome back to the Align Success Podcast Show. Today I am here with this lovely lady, Miss Angie Garner. Angie, welcome to the show. Thanks, Amanda. So Angie and I have been friends for, what, like an, over a decade, I guess, or at least known each other for over a decade. So we met in 2006 to 2007, and I was uh, competing in the Miss Clark County Scholarship Organization, and you were also competing in yeah. different categories, but that's kind of how our paths crossed originally. So Angie is a amazing woman. She is a podcaster of the Hustle Smarter podcast show. Mm -hmm. She is a soon to be author of an amazing book called Time Millionaire, which is gonna be phenomenal. And she's dedicated to building leaders all around the country. So Angie, thanks for being on the show today and taking the time to be here. Uh, First off, tell us about Time Millionaire, because I think that that is one, a really cool title of a book and something that maybe would resonate with a lot of people. Yeah, so my deepest desire is to help people create the time to do what they love and what they're called to do. And this is a passion that started when I was really young. Um, So we grew up together in a small town right across the river from Portland. And um, I had a a good life, a good life overall, but I, I did grow up listening to my parents argue about money my entire life. And I'm talking, I'm not just talking about a discussion, you know, when the kids are in bed. I'm talking about doors slamming, cuss words being thrown around. So I would often escape to my bedroom, plug in my headphones, and tune it out. And I always saw money as not a bad thing, but I saw it as something that you want to have it. (laughs) Because obviously when you don't, it creates even more problems. So I always like had this healthy respect for money. And so I started my first business right out of college, personal training business. And it did not take long for me to realize, well, this isn't actually creating any time. Although I'm making $70 an hour as a 21 year old, which seemed like I hit the jackpot. Mm -hmm. But the schedule, and you know, you come from a fitness background. Absolutely. I was like, this is no way to live a life. And there are other giftings that I have. I know I'm called to writing. I know I'm called to music. But how do you have time for that stuff when you're trying to pay the bills? And so I read, I remember I was on vacation in Mexico with my girlfriend. 
and she was reading, bless her heart, like some vampire diary thing, you know, and I was reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, mm. and we kind of laughed at the time because we're like, our personalities are so different, and, um, but Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I think is just a staple of teaching you about residual income, yeah. so I learned about residual income that led me down the path of opening a, and really running with a network marketing opportunity with AdvoCare, that's who I align with, okay. and that has made me a time millionaire. I was able to step away from fitness completely when I was 29 years old and create a life by design. And so time millionaire is teaching people how to take network marketing as a tool. First of all, how to decide on the right company, how to apply it, how to run with it and have success with it. That's awesome. That's awesome. And powerful as well, because yeah, like you said, we've both worked in an industry and as with so many people in the world that our work and our career can take over our entire life and it doesn't leave us time for having relationships, for having a social life, for you know just going and taking a vacation when we want. It's just like literally holding us handcuffed to a business and trading our time for money consistently yeah. in time. Yeah, and so many people think, you know, I get the business license and yes, I'm a business owner, but when in reality, most people have businesses that own them. And I realized that after opening the training business and then I went on to open up a gym and I just, I fast forwarded and I thought, if this is what owning a business is, this ain't the business for me. Mm -hmm. There's gotta be a way to make money while I'm sleeping. And I just had that aha early on when I ended up making a paycheck while I was sleeping because someone bought some, some supplements from me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, holy moly, I just made 40 bucks while I was sleeping. Yeah. That is a business. <laughs> and if I can do that at a higher level, I can have time freedom. And honestly, the most important thing to me in the world is my relationship with my husband. Mm -hmm. And so I had the vision for that really early on. Like I don't wanna start my marriage with money being argued about, no time together. Like it is too important, life is too short. There's gotta be a different way. Yes. Well, one thing I know about you and your journey and talking about your husband is because of your ability to be a time millionaire, last year you and your husband were able to travel all around the world. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about the Garners Go Global World Travel yes. that you guys did? Yes, yes. So my sweet husband, James, aka Jamesy, um, I asked him four or five years ago, I said, James, what is it in your life? that if it doesn't happen before you die, you're gonna regret it. And he said, there's two things. One is being a dad, and two is going on an extended trip around the world. And he's done tons of travel, mm -hmm. but he wanted to really just uproot himself and get uncomfortable and put the stuff in storage and do it. Yeah. And so I said, all right, baby, when we are debt free uh, and I am making at the bare, bare minimum $6,000 a month with my AdvoCare business. Like that's the worst case scenario. We'll put our stuff in storage and go around the world. And uh, yeah, and $6,000 a month has been, that was just kind of like a, that's like a livable income. Like it's not where I want to be of course, but I, I figured I could set that baseline. And we hadn't earned less than that since 2012 with AdvoCare. Mm -hmm. So it would, the timing aligned, we paid off our debt, we paid off $95,000 of debt between 2012 to 2015, got completely debt free, and it was, it was ready to go. And so we put our stuff in storage, we traveled for eight months across 16 countries, yeah. um, experienced cultures of course, experienced memories that we couldn't even put into words that just him and I have together. Mm -hmm. And we had an absolute blast. Mm -hmm. And people always ask like, well, how did you guys do that? Did you just like save? I'm like, well, 
we actually didn't really save for it because we have residual income, so we right. get paid every two weeks to fund it. And James also sells and invests into real estate, so he can put a lot of energy in and then back off when he needs to. So we were funded well. We weren't. It wasn't like the hostel travel. It was like, and it wasn't like uber uber luxury, but we had a nice time. Yeah, we had a yeah, nice time. Absolutely, it was definitely fun to watch and if you want to see pictures you can go to Angie's Instagram and just kind of live in her world world travel for, yes. for eight months because it was such a fun journey so talking about James and you know this relationship that is so 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 important to you can you talk to us a little bit about just how you guys met and your journey to you know even getting to the point of marriage and like where that that was happening in your life and where you guys were both at at that time. So how much time do we have? <laughs> I'm just I will do the shortened version okay. here because um, finding your mate and finding that person who is going to help you become the best you is one of the greatest journeys of life. And I was actually introduced to James through my advocate mentors, believe it or not. They ran into each other at a party, told me about him, so through mutual friends, and met him on a blind date. And I knew, I, I just knew this was gonna be special, not only because I already stalked him on Facebook, <laughs> well, that had something to do with him, but I just like had this feeling, it was like this hot summer night, and I was um, driving in my Mini Cooper to the park, he told me to meet him at his park on a magic carpet, and I was like, what? This is gonna be unique. So I roll in, um, I was like playing Black Eyed Peas the whole way, like tonight's gonna be a good night. Like this day was so ingrained in my mm -hmm. mind. So I met him, um, I knew he was my husband that night. Mm -hmm. And it's, some people say that, for me, I just, I just knew we shared core values. He was the type of guy who would never settle for less than his best. Less than his best, you know? Mm -hmm. He was on a mission to be, personally grow every day. Mm -hmm. And that was so key. And the fact that he is incredibly handsome was cherry on top. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so we started dating and James had a lot of commitment issues to get through. Uh, he saw eight marriages between his two parents. Wow. Uh, so his belief in marriage was pretty low. Um, and he's a very, he's a highly sensitive person, you know? And so he was very, always, he was very afraid. He didn't want to leave me down. And so it was the kind of, our first year was we got through so much that it's kind of just been on the up since then. Mm. So our first year of dating was by far the hardest. Yeah. Um, so we ended up getting married about two and a half years later, and then you start the journey of marriage. Mm -hmm. And we, speaking of aligned success, uh, we went through a season that was just purely getting in alignment with our vision. So instead of, for so long in our relationship, I was kind of walking maybe forward a little bit, and he'd kind of catch up, or he'd walk a little forward, and I kind of catch up. But when we went through the season of alignment, we were hand in hand, side by side. Mm -hmm. And ever since we went through that season, that was 2014, uh, things have just been incredible. When you say you went through a season of alignment, can you maybe just elaborate on that? Like, what did that mean for you guys in your relationship? Obviously, it's gonna be different for everyone, mm -hmm. but what did that mean to you guys? Like, what was you guys aligning on your vision? What did that look like? What were some of the habits or routines that you guys put into place that year? Like what changed? Yeah. So first of all, it started with clarity because we would throw around ideas of the direction we want to go or even the world trip, like, oh, that'd be so cool to do. But it was just really sitting down and hammering, like, what do we want most? Instead of pushing it under the rug mm -hmm. and getting it to it sometime, mm -hmm. it was getting very clear 
on what we wanted. And up until this point, uh, so we had about $55,000 left of debt, and I was adamant about crushing that debt. I was like, we have to get rid of that before we do anything else. And James was like, yeah, okay, yeah, let's get rid of it, you know. But so one of it was getting alignment on the finances mm -hmm. because when he clicked, he's like, wow, okay, we can get rid of this debt and be completely free. Yeah. And when he got on board with that mission, and now it's not always me that starts with the vision though. So James will start with a vision too and maybe on, onboard me in that process as long as it aligns with our core values. So that was another thing is really what are our core values? What do the Garners stand for? What, are, what legacy are we building? What home are we gonna be bringing children into? And getting a foundation. It's about laying a foundation. Mm -hmm. So that's what that alignment season was, was foundationally, what are we building here with our marriage as the rock? That's amazing. And the clarity that you guys created that year ultimately has led you guys to have such an amazing relationship, I feel. And from an outsider's perspective, it's awesome to watch because you guys really have connected through your core values and aligned fully as a couple, which in any relationship is super important. And so when, you know, when we look at kind of the relationship alignment and kind of looking at aligned success through relationships, can you maybe talk about a time when you guys were out of alignment and what that looked like? And then what was the like real shift that took place to get you guys into alignment or even past relationships where you knew it was out of alignment and when you met James, like what was the difference so that people that might be in that situation can hear? Yeah, yeah. So our first year, like I alluded to, that was very tumultuous. Uh, we were extremely out of alignment because God was not number one. And I, after that first year, and I knew James was my husband, and we were on our, our own spiritual journeys. We were believers, but we weren't following. Mm -hmm. Like we were running from God instead of running to God for answers mm -hmm. and clarity and comfort. Uh, and so after that first year, I'm like, well, I just, I just know that the only way this marriage is going to be strong, um, and we were still dating at the time, but I was already thinking about our marriage, and the only way we're going to be strong is if God is number one. Mm -hmm. God first, then us. And so we did plug in with the church community and we got spiritual mentorship and that radically changed everything for us because now we were running to God and seeking wisdom from Holy Spirit mm -hmm. first instead of, you know, calling our best friend for questions or right. asking our parents what they think or, you know, mm -hmm. so when God started leading our home, uh, things changed fast. Awesome. And so we, I, I don't even know how to be in alignment without God leading us. Mm -hmm. So that was a shift, and that could, I couldn't like drag James with me. You know, as wives, we we can suggest things, right? But I just knew he needed to get around men. He needed to get around men. I needed to get around women who were further along in their faith journey, further along, in just a few steps ahead in their marriage, and latch on to that. Mm -hmm. So spiritual mentorship was huge. Um, but that alignment was, I knew we could not thrive without it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so good. So, you know, relationships can be definitely one of the most valuable and awesome and amazing experiences in our lives, but they can also be uh, an area where a lot of people struggle. And we have in this country a 50% divorce rate. Uh, a lot of us haven't seen healthy relationships growing up, you know, whether that's parents that divorced and 
people that went back and forth. So what advice do you have someone for someone who maybe hasn't seen great relationships in their world, but they ultimately know deep down they have this desire to be in a healthy relationship, but they just haven't seen it modeled. And it's not something that like they feel like they have a good grasp around. What advice do you have for someone that's maybe in that situation? Yeah. Well, first and foremost, you need to get to know yourself. And so it starts with self-awareness. So my advice there is how do you develop self-awareness? You need to slow down and spend some time alone. Mm-hmm. And meditation, prayer, yes, but I'm, I'm talking about laying out the journal and really writing two questions. Who am I and why am I here? And getting clarity for yourself because once you're unwavering in that and that confidence, because here's the thing, marriage is designed for a specific purpose to bring two people as one, right? And in order to have the foundation, but but also understanding that it's not two people like completing each other. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you kind of know you know yourself, so so that you can have that self awareness in the relationship first. So that's the first thing, because most people in our nation are so busy and so stressed out, they don't even know themselves. Mm-hmm. They haven't taken the time. Mm-hmm. So do the work on yourself, uh, and then of course. Also, expose yourself to great marriages. James and I saw divorce on both sides. My, my parents did end up getting divorced when we were out of the house. You know, they're one of those typical kids out of the house. Oh, we don't even know each other. Okay, bye. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So uh, after 30-some years. Wow. So I, we, neither of us had great displays of marriages within our families, but we were able to look for outside mentorship and within our, our business and friend, other friends mm-hmm. and so getting around examples and be like, what's making you guys work? Mm-hmm. And now James are in a, are, are a season where we're getting ready to start a family. And so we're also seeking, hey, how's baby life? You know? <laughs> so we're always wanting to gather different ways of doing things so that we can be stronger from people who have the fruit in their life that we want. Yeah. Not just advice from anyone, but people that are really walking the walk. Yeah. So that's why I would start self-awareness, get around people who have what you want. That goes with really anything. Um, and really on that note of personal development, understanding with yourself, uh, your love languages is huge. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Cause yeah. I think that that's really interesting. And I think it's a book and just conversation that if more people had in their relationships, it would just shift so much. And so I'm single and I've done the love languages and I did, you know, I've done it while being single. But I'm definitely adamant that when I find someone I am in a relationship that I want to be able to do that with my partner and know what theirs are and know how I can serve them. So talk about maybe yours and James's experience with the love languages, the five love languages book, and then what, how that has affected your guys' relationship and maybe how you guys use it on a regular basis. Yeah, so it's, it's so cool because it helps you understand, first of all, how you receive love and how you give love, right? We might often like to give love the way we receive it. Okay, so James, early on, we would have all these little fights about laundry and dishes and keeping the house clean. James is the, the clean one, by the way. Um, and once we did five love languages, we realized James, his two love languages are acts of service and quality time. So when I make the bed, like it's the sexiest thing ever. 
<laughs> and uh, that wasn't in my nature mm -hmm. to just do that. But I've trained myself to do that because it's, it makes it, our relationship has such a beautiful flow to it because we are respecting each other's love language. Mm -hmm. my, my love language is words of affirmation and quality touch. So James, although he's not, he's never been like a PDA type of guy, he is always holding my hand. Mm. He is always pulling me close. We are touching all the time because he's serving my love language. Mm. Um, neither of us is gifts, funny enough, but our parents are gifts. Mm. Okay, so this can apply to other relationships. Yeah. Both sets of parents are gift people. And so they will send us gifts and gifts and gifts and gifts. And we're like, oh, you know, because, uh, all right, let's go buy them gifts. That is their love language. Yeah. So we, have, we make that extra effort because we know it means something to them. Yeah. So. That's powerful. And not just in romantic relationships, but friendships. And yes. any relationship. Business partnerships. Yeah, any relationship that you want to just cultivate and yeah. grow deeper, it's important to be mindful of it. And the, the more we are the more successful and happy and fulfilled those relationships become, right? And yeah. so that can be really, really a powerful, you know, experience and situation. So going back to kind of what you're doing in business and purpose, I think something that you and I connect on a lot is just the concept around purpose. And what is my purpose or what is the purpose of what I'm doing is can be to complete completely different things. Mm -hmm. So can you just talk about that? One, because it's a struggle for many people to just know, okay, what is my purpose? And maybe you can illuminate that a little bit. And then two, the difference between what is my purpose here in this world and what is my calling and what is the purpose of doing a specific activity or why I'm accomplishing a goal. Mm -hmm. So there's purpose behind things, almost like a goal. Right? So the purpose of me writing Time Millionaire is as a specific purpose. Okay? There's a reason why I'm doing that. Then we have purpose that we see as calling. Like, what is my purpose on this planet? Okay? And we kind of interchange that because purpose is, you know, a buzzword that you're kind of gets thrown around a lot. Right? So you always want to have purpose behind something. Let's say, let's say your goal is to, you know, run your own business. Let's say you want to run a gym. Okay, we know the gym world. Uh, but you are starting as a personal trainer. You have a purpose behind that. You want to learn to trade. You want to learn how to sell. You want to learn how to serve your clients so that you can step into being a gym owner at some point. So there's purpose behind that. Is your calling or is your purpose to be a personal trainer on this planet? So I use the calling as a way mm -hmm. to put that. Well, not necessarily, you know. So what is your calling? Uh, calling um, my calling on this planet is to exemplify God's glory and grace and help people get free. That's what I'm here to do. Mm -hmm. Through words, through podcasts, through writing, through music, through any outlet, through business, helping people get free. Now my purpose behind my business, the AdvoCare business, the leaders I'm developing, is to help their families get free because I wanna see marriages soar. So I am extremely driven with that business because I have seen what happens in a marriage when you have time together. Yeah. I, there, is no, there is no price tag you can put on time. Mm -hmm. And yet we are selling our lives to pay the bills. And it's sad. Mm -hmm. And people wonder why the divorce rate is so bad and why they're totally unfulfilled and why we have all these prescription drugs for depression. Yeah. And I mean, you name it. Time we are designed to be in community. We are designed. Marriage is by design. 
and it's a beautiful thing and when you cultivate it and you spend the time working on it and with your partner there's you know it's one of the be most beautiful gifts I could help someone get in their life mm -hmm. so yeah. the purpose behind me building my business the, the deep down, yes, I help people get fit and healthy. Yes, I help them make a few hundred extra bucks a month. And yes, I help them make a few hundred thousand extra bucks a month. But the purpose behind that is time. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So going back to, I guess, when we talk about relationships and, and you know, how you guys connect, what are some things, what are some habits and routines that you and James have in your relationships? that are in your relationship that allows you guys to stay connected, even if it's just little things that you guys do on a regular basis, because there are so many relationships out there. I know you said like when you were getting ready to mar get married, everyone used to be like, oh my gosh, like marriage is so bad. Oh my gosh, marriage is so hard. Or so hard. It's so oh, it's difficult. your last day of freedom, yeah. you know? Yeah, and so all these words get spoken to us about marriage. And from our conversations, you've said that isn't the case for you guys. Like marriage hasn't been so, like yes, there's challenging parts, but what do you guys do as a couple to not have marriage be this treacherous, tedious, uncomfortable relationship in your life? So quite a few things. Just in terms of daily habits, we don't have a television. And I believe that is a huge reason why we talk so much. Okay, because there's no TV on in the background. You can't, you know, plop down and like, ah, you know. Mm -hmm. We are connecting all the time. We eat dinner together. Unless one of us is out of town, we eat dinner together, period. Okay, we have all these, we start our mornings together. We pray over each other. We have quiet time together. We read the Bible together. So we have all those daily habits that um, connect us. Uh, we also have friendships with people who share our core values. So if we are ever going through something, we know that we do have a sounding board for that. Um, so those have been huge. We also are physically active together. We don't always work out together, but we cheer each other. I always know what James did for his workout today. Mm -hmm. It's just something we talk about. Mm -hmm. And you know, we know that in order to have a line success, you absolutely cannot leave out the physical fitness. Right. So that is a core value. We also have boundaries about things. We don't say the D word. It is not mentioned. We um, do not s spend time alone with someone of the opposite sex. We just don't. Not anywhere private. Mm -hmm. um, so we just have set these boundaries, and not because we like, you know, we're sh struggling with that idea. It's just we don't even want to set up that possibility. Right. Does that make sense? Right. So that has worked really well for us. We also um, we are careful who we take advice from. You know, mm -hmm. so. We might, you know, listen to our parents, you know, because parents is a big one. So many people take advice from their parents and yet their parents don't have what they want in their mm -hmm. lives. Mm -hmm. So why would we do that? So we love and respect and honor our parents, but our marriage, we have, we have a new family that we're forming. Right. It's, we, we love our, you know, our, our history and our legacy from our parents, but we are, this is the Garner home that we're establishing. Mm -hmm. So God is number one, then it's our marriage. And when we have kids, they're number three. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's, and I, I, I know I don't have kids yet, so probably easier for me to say that. <laughs> I haven't been there, so I don't want to speak on something I don't know yet, but that is what we're setting up. Yeah, and that's powerful. I think even just the intention behind it is powerful, right? Because most or a lot of people that I've seen, if you don't have any intention going into the relationship first, then the kids as they come, mm -hmm. then 
that's where that disconnect happens, right? That's where we get off track. That's where one person has the kids first and the other person wants the marriage to be first. And then there's all these issues and problems and arguments Mm -hmm. because we're not aligned and we're not on the same path and on the same track. And so the power behind just taking the time in any relationship, in any, in friendship, you know, like I definitely have friendships where I have conversations and set boundaries, you know, and that's important in any relationship, work relationship, career, business, business partnership Mm -hmm. that we have, because it says, okay, we both are agreeing that we're on the same page and that moving forward, this is the direction that we're going. Right. Mm -hmm. So that can be a really important thing. Well, you know, I definitely love watching your guys' relationship and I think it's definitely powerful for any single female to have some people in their life who have a healthy relationship that they can look to and kind of see how they, you know, focus in and gain a deeper depth of love and connection and intimacy and it's it's just something that's important for sure. So before we wrap things up today in, you know, really today talking about relationship alignment, aligned success through relationships, what are three things that you're grateful for in your life right now? I'm grateful for you. Aw, thanks. Uh, sometimes on this journey to success, it's hard to find people that want what you want and have the same values and, and you can call up and say, hey, here's what I'm thinking, honest thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm grateful for my husband, of course, every day. So grateful. Uh, I'm grateful for my team, uh, the leaders on my team. Uh, the I'm grateful for the ability to to do this. Yes. We live in such a day that we can we can record this and impact so easily. There's just no excuse. I'm grateful to live in America. I'm so grateful for this country. Man, especially after you travel, you don't even know how good we have it. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm forever grateful for the, the luck of the draw to be born here. Yeah. Out, of, out of anything, I am lucky to be an American. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much, that's it. That's the luck there. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Um, and what does aligned success mean to you? For me, it means the non-negotiables in my life. None of them... Have epic failure. Let me describe that a little more. <laughs> so the non-negotiables in my life are my relationship with God, um, my marriage, my health and wellness, uh, my friendships and community, and, that, and and my business. Okay. So my what I'm in my business as a as an avenue for impact. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as long, when epic fail means not completely ignoring one of those. Mm-hmm. This idea of perfect balance. I mean, I don't really know what that is even. <laughs> I'm probably pretty close to it, maybe. Like, people probably think I live a really balanced life, but it simply is I have values that I live by, and I don't allow epic fail in any one of those areas. Mm-hmm. Does that That's make sense? That's good. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So sometimes, maybe my business is just demanding more, and that's okay because I can, I can, you know, I don't have to work out for an hour every day. I'll just bump it down to 20 minutes, but it never is epic fail. I never stop working out. Yeah. Or let's say I just, I do have more time, um, like I'm in a season right now, I'm writing my book and working with my team. I, I don't have kids yet, but I got a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So I have to be really disciplined with my time actually. But let's just say I have a little more time, so I spend an hour at the gym every day. And 
and then I the the business isn't demanding as much, and that's okay because mm-hmm. there's seasons. There's seasons for everything. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And last but not least, what are three re- resources, whether that's books that you've read or practices that you have or you and James have, in the realm of relationships to maybe help someone to create more alignment in their relationship? Mm-hmm. Well, the first resource, I don't think you could possibly learn more about relationships or love than by reading the Bible. That's, I, that would be, that's the best leadership book I've ever read. Um, and even just starting with the Gospels, and even if you're not a believer, just really understanding this man, Jesus, what did he stand for? And how can you learn about love through him? Mm-hmm. Um, servant leadership, right? Uh, the book, The Five Long- Love Languages, yeah. for sure. Um, and other resources, um, just in terms of financially getting on track, I do have a podcast, Hustle Smarter Podcast, that we mentioned. So that's a great way for just more specific business and even more specifically with network marketing. Awesome. So if that's an avenue that a couple's building together because that's a, another element as well. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for yeah. being on the show today and for sharing your little bits of wisdom that can help people along their path and along their journey. And I can't wait to connect with you again soon and be able to have you back on the show again as the next season of life takes over. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks guys for listening today and for taking the time out of your day to learn a little bit more about how to align in your relationships. It's been great having you and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.